चैप्टर थर्टी सिक्स द ट्रू मेजर ऑफ वर्थ वंद्य देवन हेसेंड टूवर्ड्स वेयर द प्रिंस एंड नंदिनी स्टूड बट इवन बिफोर ही रीच दम सस्पिशन बिगैन टू रेयर इट्स हेड वॉश शी इन फैक्ट नंदिनी नथिंग ऑफ द एलैबरेट स्किल्स और ग्लिटरिंग ऑर्नमेंट्स शी इड वोन बिफोर व नाउ अपॉन हर पर्सन शी वॉज ड्रेस्ड इन द सिंपल अटायर ऑफ एसेटिक्स Her face certainly seemed to resemble the charming countenance of the Paravur Ilayarani, but there was a subtle difference as well. Now, what could that be? The moment he arrived, the mysterious lady glided away, disappearing into the dark shadows of the homes lining the street. Vandya Tevan hurried forward with the intention of following her, but the prince halted him in his tracks by the simple expedient of grabbing his hands. Who was that woman here? The words tripped on Vallavarayan's tongue. I thought I recognized her. The garden deity of the Chora clan, no doubt, offered Arvar Karyan promptly as he joined them. Look over there, he pointed. We'd have been paying our respects at the divine feet of Buddha in person if we hadn't moved away in the nick of time. They turned their attention to where Tirumalai pointed and saw that the mansion's upper half had crumbled down to the road. the rubble resembling a small hill that looked like it could swallow an elephant whole what then of three puny humans it would seem that our patron deity arrived at exactly the right time and clapped to get our attention mused ponnian selvar your highness who did you say she was vandya devan asked with considerable surprise whom did she seem like to you asked the prince in return and why did you try to follow her that vaishnavite might have called her the chora's guardian deity but i beg to differ mandyatevan suggested slowly to me she seemed rather like an avenging fury out for chora blood what is that even who do you think she is it's just my brain playing tricks on me i expect but but she seemed to be nandini devi the young woman parivetariyas lately married admitted vandyatevan that thought didn't occur to you too by any chance i did really observe her closely but you were probably hallucinating said arvar kadian promptly how could the young queen of paravur possibly be here i am afraid it's not just his brain playing tricks his eyes must have as well because intercepted the prince this has happened to me too i have sometimes wondered about that mysterious resemblance myself come both of you we may talk as we walk Rather than pass underneath the shadows cast by houses, the trio chose to stride in the middle of the street, bathed by pearly moonlight. Your Highness began Arvar Karyan after they had been walking a while. She clapped her hands and gave you a message, didn't she? What was it? Two foes have arrived out for my blood, and that these satrus are awaiting the right moment to assassinate me. Why that witch? Vandyatevan burst out. Was she referring to us by any chance? <laughs> she wasn't that specific to tell you the truth ponnin selvar laughed a little it wouldn't matter even if she had my lady has mentioned before that i have an incredibly strong grip on life and this isn't the first time she's dragged me away from danger well i happen to know their identity ayya they are the two men in company of parthibendra pallavar currently in search of you tirumalai revealed I managed to catch a glimpse of two shadowy figures in the ruined mansion that almost buried us whole. That must have been them. Oi, Vaishnavite! Why on earth didn't you mention this before? 
Vandyatevan demanded. Go on, the two of you. I shall make a thorough search of that ruined place and... He turned to go back but was stopped by the prince who clutched his hands again. There's no need for that now. I doubt if they can be found there anyway. All that will be taken care of later. But you, you must stay by my side until I command otherwise. Do you understand? The prince's gaze settled squarely on Vandyatevan's face. Because I trust you, my fearless warrior. Who knows what other horrible dangers lurk within the shadows, nooks and crannies of this ruined, dilapidated city. And wasn't it your presence, Veera Sigamani, that made me disdain the protection of my personal security detail? Consider my plight. If you desert me in the middle of the street, what will I do? The soft words of entreaty sent Vandyatevan into an ecstasy of drugged delight. Aya? He stuttered, voice husky with emotion. Never shall I leave your side. Not even for a moment. And I shall never leave you, Arvar Kadian promised. You are the prince's guard. I'm yours. They reached the interior of Emperor Mahasena's ruined palace within the next few minutes. Comfortable beds had been made up for them on the old-fashioned bedsteads in a spacious room that had once belonged to the royal, and the trio lay down at once. The moon sailed in the velvety sky, sending its cool, pale rays to eavesdrop upon them through the chinks in the window on one of the walls. Hundreds of years ago, Ilangai's emperors, kings and their queens would have taken their ease in this very chamber, residents of this very palace, and moonbeams would have crept up to the windows even then, just as they do now, commented Arul Marivarmar. Vandya Tevare, they'd be horribly disappointed to see us ordinary mortals in the place of their royals, wouldn't they? You have my permission to comment any which way you please about your poor self and this pathetic Vaishnavite, yeah? But pray don't class me with the masses, Vallavarayan said elegantly. Oh, of course, you must forgive me. It simply slipped my mind. I am in the exalted presence of the scion of Vallam royalty, aren't I? Indeed you are, yeah? And if you happen to hear a poet song upon one of my ancestors, this Vaishnavite here might spontaneously combust in jealousy and go up in smoke. I'll elect to see him off in that eventuality. Tirumalai is an advocate of chaste Tamil in any case and wouldn't hesitate to give his life for that cause. Like the famed king Nandivarma Pallavar, the prince grinned. Go right ahead, I'd like to listen. Vallavarayan hesitated. Then he threw caution to the winds and began. Yen kavigai, yen sivigai, yen kavasam, yen duvasam, yen kariyid, yen pariyid, yen bare man kavana, maavendan vanan, varisai parisu petra paavendarai vendar parthu. Tirumalai, asked Ponnin Selvar, once he'd heard the verse through, you possess some expertise in Tamil, don't you? Care to elucidate? I can only assume that you wish to test me, Aya, but I shall oblige anyway. Here's the scene. Dozens of petty kings and chieftains wait humbly at the entrance of Mavendar Varnar's elaborate, ornate palace, hoping vainly for a glimpse of his royal highness. Not that they are successful. They have been superseded by the much more respected Pavendars, the king of songs as it were, and the Varnar emperor is lost in appreciation of their verses. As a mark of his admiration, he decides to honour them with gifts, Worthy of a royal. 
flower-decked state umbrellas, flagstaffs studded generously with precious gems, elephants and horses. The king standing in line glared at these offerings showered upon poets and promptly, Go up and smoke? Adada, this is my umbrella, groans one. Isn't this my palanquin, laments another, while others moan about their elephants and horses being borne away, and by poets, for the Varner Emperor is giving away all the expensive gifts the petty kings had placed reverently at the feet of their liege lord. And that, your highness, is the meaning of this verse. Assuming that I am right, of course. Could you be otherwise? Adada, what a beautiful song to be sure. And so wonderfully creative too. What a pity that we have no idea about the poet's identity. Truth be told, O scion of the Varner clan, no one cares if your ancestors ruled a huge kingdom or a small one, that they managed to garner a poem such as this in their praise. Ah, what more does a dynasty require, Vandya Tevare? Who better to occupy these royal quarters than you, descended from a lineage as illustrious as theirs? Why, you deserve to lie not in Mahasena's couch, but the famed Dushtakamanu's decorated bed itself. You're certainly worthy of all these honours and more, aren't you? Indeed, Aya, yes. I've often thought so, and I couldn't be happier that you, at least, see me for what I am. Alas, though, who cares about a man's true worth these days? Certainly not those silly big shoes, for instance, or they'd have handed me the throne of Ilangai, wouldn't they? But what do they do? Try and stuff the crown on your head and you didn't even want it. Oh, you have no idea how furious I was at that moment. I would have grabbed that stupid thing and placed it on my own head. But I was worried that this petty Vaishnavite might compete with me and gave up the notion at the last moment. Mandya Tevan finished with a very saintly expression on his face. Arun Marivarmar fairly roared with laughter at this remarkable speech. Vallavarayan's heart thrilled at his merry peals of mirth. He decided to press his advantage and assumed a mortified expression. It's all very well to laugh at my expense, he grumbled. But there's nothing in it for me. When do I get my due, eh? My venerable prince, descended from the glorious Varner dynasty. I mentioned two maidens by the name of Satyam and Dharmam, didn't I? That they were reason enough for my having refused the throne? Now that you mention them, I declare I've quite made up my mind. You see, I'd rather had my eye on those two lovely ladies for a while now. But I've decided that I'm never going to associate with them or even allow myself to be distracted by their considerable charms. Adada, have you now? And what, pray, is the reason for this terrible decision? Have some pity, do. Why this deep and dark hatred for them? Nothing quite so dramatic. You mentioned that you'd fallen in love with them, didn't you? And given up the kingship of Ilangai for their sakes? Well, I am a gentleman and I follow the code of noble conduct set down for science such as me. Never let it be said that I coveted another's woman. Oh! <laughs> Ponnian Selvar dissolved into peals of laughter again. Oh! <laughs> I have never met anyone as amusing as you. <laughs> Laugh all you want, Aya. But my stomach fairly burns, I tell you. Vandyatevan muttered morosely. You have every right to refuse the throne, crown and scepter, I suppose. But couldn't you have just pointed to me and said, Here's a worthy candidate right by my side. Give them to him. 
அருள்மொழி வர்மர் கொலாப்ஸ்ட் ஹெல்ப்லெஸ்லி சக்லிங் வித் மெரிமெண்ட் வந்தியத்தேவரே ஹி செட் ஒன்ஸ் ஹிட் ஃபைனலி ரிகவர்ட் சம் வாட் ஆல்தோ ஹிஸ் வாய்ஸ் ஸ்டில் வாபிள்ட் you you ought to know by now that accepting a throne isn't quite as easy as it looks especially if it's being offered by buddhist monks it's simply not done the consequences of such an impulsive decision would be unimaginable because it wouldn't be right religious leaders my friend should concern themselves with such issues alone and not overstep their boundaries poking their exalted noses into politics and statecraft bodes ill not just for royal affairs but religion as well and that's not all the big shoes who offered me ilangai today don't represent all the buddhists of this island they are just the leaders of one faction there are two others just like this one and had i accepted the throne from tonight sangam i'd have been forced to rule under them and knuckle under their authority he explained the other two sangams would have turned our instant enemies the noble scion of illustrious vallam kings understands the situation here i presume arvarkadiya needled perfectly vandyatevan snorted i thought idiots like the ones who bashed each other over the superiority of shivan and tirumal existed only there apparently there are plenty here as well pray don't start bashing each other up now you two warned the prince the night speeds up on its way Hark! The Paraharath festivities must have come to an end. People are returning. It's time we caught some sleep. Well, I can't. But if I knew something more about the lady who clapped her hands and saved us being buried alive, perhaps. I don't know who she is either, admitted the prince. But I have no objection to sharing what I've learned about her so far. If you're interested, come a little closer and I shall begin my tale.